Super Talk Mississippi media production. Celebrating the people who make coastal Mississippi a great place to live, work, and play. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by the South Mississippi Boat Show, Friday, April 29th through Sunday, May 1st. And by AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I really enjoyed that conversation with Paige Roberts. She's a terrific leader. And it's inspiring every time we have an opportunity to spend time together. Hey, my friend Jonathan Allen posted something on Facebook I want to share with you. And it's very powerful. It's from a guy named Albert Pike. And here's what he said. What we have done for ourselves alone dies with us. What we have done for others and the world lives immortal. And so all about leaving a legacy. And there's a man who's uh, coming up next, my friend, the, the chief of a police for the city of Biloxi. John John Miller. John, you, you shook your head when I read that, but man, it's so important to inspire others and to uh, to leave a legacy, isn't it? It it, it really is. And and the older the older I get, the, the the more I realize that. Those are great words that you just said uh from Mr. Pike. Uh, really yeah. rings true. Yeah, I I had a I've had terrific conversations with with folks that would probably be be um be described as sage leaders. They've been around for an awful long time. But what I hear them all say almost to a person is that the older they get, the more deliberate they get, you know, because they realize time is limited and, and they want to make their mark and they want to be able to, you know, leave, you know, leave others inspired with what they've learned. So maybe they don't have to make the same mistakes. And, uh, it's it, but what you just said about, yeah, time is, time is uh, very precious these days, isn't it? It is. It really is. <laughs> and you realize that, again, the older you get. Yeah, we, you, we've got a lot to talk about. Um, one of the things that you and I have had conversations about in the past is the whole issue around recruiting and promoting. And there's, um, you know, I don't care. You know, certainly this was specific to the police department and those challenges still continue. But really, in the, in the post-pandemic world, some 50 percent of people have changed jobs or thought about changing jobs or want to re- work remotely. It's a, it's a significant challenge that every one of every, every business faces. But uh, you're, you're, uh, you're not alone in having that challenge. That's my point. So what's the latest in your recruitment efforts and how are you guys doing? Well, uh, we're, we're doing fairly well, I guess. I think we're in the same boat, like you said, with the rest of the nation, actually, uh, as far as is recruiting policemen and and you know you see it in all businesses now everyone's looking for help uh, i hope that will change in the future i don't know what uh what impact that'll have on law enforcement you know it's uh, kind of changed there's a lot of people who don't want to be in this business anymore uh there's a lot of young people their parents don't want them in the business anymore i mean it's it's inherently dangerous uh, or it can be even though we take all the precautions that we can to to well train our, our policemen and, and teach them you know, to see a situation before they get in it. But currently, uh, right now, uh, we're, we're slotted for 144 patrol officers or policemen, and uh, we have 119. So we can hire 25 today, uh, and and you know, it's a pretty good, pretty good, uh, pretty good gig. Is it's a there's a nice retirement, uh, pretty nice retirement. Uh, the money is not what it was at one time. It's certainly better now. Uh, a, a patrolman with with absolutely no uh, experience whatsoever is going to come in the door, just under forty thousand. 
Uh, and then if, if they have some experience, they'll come in the door at about 45,000, 46,000. And then after that, uh, after that second year, they'll be up at around 50,000. Uh, great benefits package, thanks to the city of Biloxi. Great insurance, uh, very, very cost effective, which is a big issue now for a lot of people. Uh, and then dispatchers, that, that's another whole story. Uh, uh, we are really, really desperate for dispatchers. Uh, we should have 29 dispatchers, and currently uh, we have 15. And so we're wow. you know, same. We're ready to hire dispatchers. It's a it's a uh, a, a different uh, different career path for a lot of people. Uh, not everybody certainly uh, would would uh, enjoy being a dispatcher, but there are some who it, it it's their calling. And so we would uh, we love for people just to come in. Uh, we'll set you behind a console with some dispatchers and let you just see what it's like and that that that's a that's a pretty good pretty good chunk of money now too in the door without any experience you're about thirty one thousand uh and within that third year you're going to be up you know about thirty five thousand uh and then you can move on from there uh up to forty thousand so chief the, the role the dispatcher plays is so important as you know i'm a former paramedic so i, I knew it from that side but as you probably are aware, my my we had a, a family emergency at my house where my granddaughter stopped breathing, and I did mouth to mouth. And long story short, she's doing great today. But the dispatcher stayed on the phone with my wife the whole time, and um, you know it's it's interesting to see the team work together. You know, you you've got policemen and firemen, the dispatcher. When it all happens the way it's supposed to happen, and it often does. Um, it's great to see those pieces come together. We were talking about really dedicated public service, aren't we? We are. We are. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, certainly uh, not about the money, but uh, yeah, you you have to be dedicated. You have to just have that that knack uh, to want to do that. You know, for a dispatcher, for a policeman, it's rough, but for a dispatcher, uh, you know, they're they're having to to basically paint a picture in their mind of what's going on because everything that they're they're doing, they're just being told or they're hearing it. Yeah. So that's a, that's a, that's to me. I don't know that I could do that. It'd be a very difficult thing for me. But but the right person, they always enjoy it. Yeah, there's no doubt. Um, so anything else on the recruiting and hiring front before we shift gears? Well, we've uh, you know we're recruiting all over the country. Uh, if someone is interested, man, we would just love them to come down and talk with us. Uh, we'll we'll show you the ins and outs. We'll put you in a car and give you a ride along, so you, you can determine early on. Certainly, if this isn't the business for you, we'd like to determine that pretty quick. You know, uh, so there's we're we're wide open. We're anybody would would needs a job or a new career change, come see us. We can at least talk about it. You and I have talked about this before, and you can add whatever you want to add to it. But during the time that they were defunding the police, and it was mostly a trend in big cities, we right. didn't have we didn't have that big issue here on on the coast. Thank goodness. But what it's what is good to see though is that there is a trend back toward major appreciation for policemen. And I know it's it can be a very thankless job, and there can be moments when it makes I know it makes people wonder if this is if I picked the right profession or not. But the bottom line is that we've made a lot of progress as it relates to respecting police officers. And in coastal Mississippi, we've we've really stayed the course pretty well, haven't we, as a set of communities? We absolutely have. It's amazing to me the support that we have in this area uh, because it's not that way all over the United States, as you very well know. And I have friends in, in bigger cities, law enforcement friends, and it's a completely uh, different way of life for them. 
So I, I'm very appreciative, and I know the other chiefs and, and fire chiefs also uh, are very appreciative of, of the support that we have along the coast and, and, in, and in Mississippi, period. Yeah. Hey, listen to the next segment. We'll talk about the Robert McKith and blood drive. Um, so what, what else is going on in your world besides that? Well, we have the uh, we have the DEA and Biloxi Police Department uh, uh, drug take back day. So that's not just with Biloxi PD; it's with all the PDs along the coast and probably throughout the state. But uh, let's see, that takes place on the April the thirtieth uh, from ten till two. So you can come to the Biloxi Police Department, or I believe any police department along the coast and drop off any unused medications that you have. This is a good time to clean out the old medicine cabinet for those that still have a medicine cabinet. Yeah. Clean that thing out, get rid of that stuff. Uh, you know, you, there's a couple of commercials out there now that really drive home what can happen with these old medications that are left in there, in your medicine cabinet or left around the house. Uh, bring those down, man, no questions asked. We'll take care of it and get rid of it for you. Uh, there's a couple of things we won't take and uh, that's, uh, 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 syringes or any kind of sharps, but you can go to uh, safeneedledisposal.org uh, and determine there's places that will take those for you in our area, and they'll give you a list of the places that are really close to you. But don't forget, April the 30th, uh, 10 till 2, any old medications, bring them down. We'll take them right off your hands, and, and you won't have to worry about it anymore. Good. What else? Uh well, that and recruitment are the two big things right now. Uh, yeah. we, we got past uh, some of our big events. Uh, uh, spring break was uh, was not a huge event this year. It really, it, it, it reflected one day, which was Saturday. Usually we start seeing an increase, an influx, and like on Friday, and then Friday mid-afternoon all the way through to three or four o'clock in the morning is usually really busy. We didn't have that this year. Uh, this year it was Saturday was, uh, probably around one o'clock we actually started seeing a crowd before that it was just standard saturday traffic yeah but around one two o'clock we started seeing the crowd and then uh it, you know by five or six o'clock that evening we were bumper to bumper again yeah uh, but it all worked out well we didn't have any any major incidents uh which we're very thankful for we had a pretty good crowd of folks that i think they just came to have a good time and there wasn't you really didn't see any any major problems at all it was great to see the law enforcement community come together um you know this this big command center that that popped up at the coliseum but you guys are ready and it was it was great to see that we didn't have any any major events related to that hey when we come back we'll continue our conversation with chief john miller from the Biloxi police department and talk a little bit more about the Robert McKiff and Blood Drive coming up. Also, listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say Alexa. Open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I have Chief John Miller from the Biloxi Police Department, someone I really admire. You know, Chief, you go back in time and we talk about. Um, I think about some of the conversations we've had 
But I think the conversation we had about Robert McKithen, you know, Officer Robert McKithen, who was tragically and senselessly killed in the line of duty, I, I re remember reflecting at the time about your calm and measured tone during that time. You know, it was it was a real nightmare for for I know you and your and your team and the community. Um, but you know, at the time, you may think you were the right guy at the right moment in this moment at that time. Um, it is never it is never a good thing. It is always tragic when someone is killed in the line of duty. And boy, that, that whole situation around Robert McKithen, it the cloud just never really goes completely away, does it? No, it doesn't. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll always remember, Robert will always remember the tragedy and, and what we went through there for so many months. Uh, and, and I appreciate your kind words. Uh, I look back and there's probably a thousand things that I could have I done differently. You know, some things that that I overlooked, you know, but you you second guess yourself on stuff like that. But uh, it was a horrible time. Uh, I, I, I never wish that on anybody. It was a horrible time for the people here. It was a horrible time for Robert's family. Uh, and, it, and it just continued on for quite a while. Uh, but, you know, I've said this before and, and, I'll, and I'll always uh, appreciate the community for the way they stepped up. Uh, you know, it was just unimaginable. But boy. The, the support that we had uh, from South Mississippi, from the coast, uh, from all over Mississippi, and even Alabama and Louisiana, you know, states that are close to us, the support that we had really pulled us through, uh, really gave us a, a, a new outlook on things. And, and, and I don't know that we would have made it without that support. It would have been certainly been much different. Well, Chief, you know, as a, again, as a former paramedic, I'm, I'm in tune with how it can be, you know, on the in your day to day world, and what, you know, and we'll get to the blood drive here in just a second. But I bet it occurs to you that if you know, first the grace of God, but also great training, that you probably can. And I'm not asking you to enumerate this for me, but there probably have been a lot of close calls where if you guys were not well trained. Things could have gone bad. Thank God you are surrounded by people who are well-trained and we can avoid situations like this in the future. But that, that occurs to you probably almost every day, doesn't it? It does. You know, we're constantly looking for new training uh, uh, directions that we can go. Uh, when I hear that, you know, and I, I can't speak for the whole the whole nation, but I can certainly talk about South Mississippi. And when we hear about, well, you know, it's a lack of training on officers, it's almost humorous for me because there's so much training out there. I mean, we, we train and it's not just Biloxi, all the agencies around us, we train and train and train on, on just about every element of, of, of any possibility of, of something that could go wrong. We're training on it, you know, so I, I'm sure that there's some things we can change there, but uh, to believe that, that uh, we're the police forces from, you know, 30 years ago, is just not accurate. I mean, it is the training is is unbelievable. Well, what's what's amazing though is that it's gotten more complicated. It, the legal requirements every day you turn around, something new is coming up that's that's forcing you to have to rethink things. So there, it's it's more of an iterative process. You never really arrive because you know today something could change, and you got to now go out there and change and, and and communicate that change. It is active online every single day kind of training, isn't it? 
it absolutely is and and you can't drop your guard at all anymore you have to constantly be be thinking and trying to innovate uh, a new way to keep your right. people safe and keep the community safe and keep you out of uh, you know keep the liability down it's a constant struggle i know it is so tell me about the robert mckithen blood drive okay yeah uh, uh the american red cross is uh is sponsoring that and i know that uh that that uh, Robert would be proud of that. I know it's something that 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 he would he would want to take part in, and, and I know that he would be happy that we're doing this. Uh, it'll be tomorrow, Wednesday, May the fourth, uh, from eleven till six at the Biloxi uh, Visitor Center. Uh, I think you can just drop by, or if you have one of the flyers, uh, there's a uh, there's a code on the bottom of the flyer. You can scan that code and just go ahead and and, and set up your appointment that way, or you can dial the one eight hundred number. Uh, and that's 1-800-733-2767 and set up an appointment. It just makes it easier for you. You can get the appointments yeah. there. You can just get right in and right out. And, and we appreciate anybody that will come down and, and, and help us in the American Red Cross uh, in Robert's memory. So this is actually being recorded on Tuesday. So when you say tomorrow, really, it's today, okay. uh, Wednesday. The blood drive is happening today. So... Uh, Boy, it'd be terrific to have people come and, and uh, give in his honor. Uh, I had John McFarlane from the Red Cross on last week, and he said they're, they're not in this critical moment as they were in the past few months and, and maybe over the last year or so, but they still are in great need of blood. So um, every chance we get, we should refocus on getting back into our habits of giving blood on, on a regular basis. And uh, in, in this particular case, you get to do it in Robert McKithen's name, and it would be just a terrific time to do that. So give, give the specifics on where again. It's going to be the Biloxi Visitor Center, right? Uh, the 4th uh, from 11 till, 11 till 6. Okay, excellent, excellent. Hey, Chief, John Miller from the Biloxi Police Department. It's been a pleasure to catch up with you, my friend. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Appreciate the invitation. You bet. Have a great day, and we will you see also. you tomorrow. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.